Canadian record holder in the 400 for his event. Bands on bands, so much crossing over this to team up. Uh, six or four to Cali on my head. Holder. David Johnson. David Johnson. What it's like to actually be blind, whether you saw darkness, or right. pitch black, or what right. you actually see. So, David. Weigh in, been, please. We've been waiting to yeah. ask you this question. Perfect, perfect. Welcome back, <laughs> Reality Check. Yes, sir. Yes, man. Listen, man. We got David Johnson in the building. Yeah, I feel like I gotta do something. <laughs> like, I, don't know, I don't know what to do, but I gotta do something. I gotta do something. <laughs> Hit it with it, Charles. Boop, boop, boop. Reality Check in the house. We are in the house. Right now, we are here. Boop, boop. No, 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 I gotta stop you over that. I can't see, I can't see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, it's VC in the building, you know what's good. We got David Johnson. Yes, sir. And we yes, got, sir. you already know. Zadris, come on, man. I'm gas for this episode, I'm man. I'm excited for this episode. For episode. We have David Johnson is a blind athlete, but 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 let, let, before we even get there, man's a Canadian record holder in the 400 for his event. Tell him your time. What's your Talk time? Talk to me nice. Talk to me. <laughs> nicely, nicely. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's your time? 51.57 for 400, 11.45 for the 100. With, with what percentage of vision? Three percent. Three percent vision 3%. left. Three percent. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, I guess you don't know my vision. So it's like, I tell people it's like looking through a straw. So looking at you right now, I just see kind of like your eye. Like most of your, really? most of your glasses. Like one lens, yeah. Cause I, wow. Yeah, I can't see stuff from the side or above or below. And then it's like, it's like wearing a pair of sunglasses. Mm. So like in uh. here, it's kind of like dimly lit. It's 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 a little hard for me to see. So at nighttime, I can't see anything. But, uh, but for I track, see. it works all right because I just like looking through a straw. So I kind of just follow the line. I see. So it's literally like horse blockers, kind of. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So so the crazy thing is, I don't know if y'all remember, but there was an episode where we talked about um, what it, it what it's like to actually be blind whether you saw darkness or right. pitch black or what right. do you actually see mm -hmm. so david we were talking about you on that pod okay and weigh in been, please we've been waiting to yeah. ask you this question okay and i know we've talked about it before and i i couldn't exactly place like what exactly how you described it because mm -hmm. the way you described it just like that's your own experience so mm. um two things what do you see or don't see? What is it? Is it like dark? Is it black? Is it nothing? Is it? And then also, how does that translate into dreams? Mm. Oh, yeah, I, I get the dream question a lot. So, yeah, so. I say it's like looking through a straw. Yeah. Um, but it's not, there's not black around. It's how you can't see behind your head. There's not like a physical cutoff point where it's black. There's just nothing there. I know it's kind of trippy to think about. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. But for me, it's the same thing, except it's just way smaller, super small. So like, where I'm moving my hand, like I can't see my hand. So and like, so like, so like, wait, wait, no, 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 no. So like, so like, 
That's crazy. I know it, it's a lot to wrap your head around. So, <laughs> <laughs> now nah, I have to ask this question yeah. because like, okay, so it's like seeing through a straw, right? So yeah. you can see like a, a tiny circle, let's say. Yeah. Everything around that circle, you can't see. So mm-hmm. everything around that circle, you're saying is not a color. It's just like... It's just physically not there. How like you can't see behind your head right now. There's it, It's not a color, right? There's just nothing there. Mm. It's just not there. So it's wow. the same thing. Except smaller. What? Now, now imagine. Now imagine. I told you that you just took a toke, and I just told you that. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I don't. I think you'd be gone. I think you'd disintegrate. Dude. I don't. Think bro, you'd I'm already disintegrated. Yeah, bro. Yeah, it's, yeah. Pretty <laughs> mad. it's pretty mad because you got to think. Because when you when was the first time you were a kid when you found out you were diagnosed with the yeah uh, the de- degenerative um what is it damage. You lose uh, eyesight over time? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I say de- degenerative eye condition. It's called retinitis pigmentosa. Mm. So it's, like, it's a bit of a mouthful, but. Mm. Yeah. So, so you never used to have it? No, no I, I had it ever, like, when I was born, I had it. Oh. Uh, but wow. I, didn't, I didn't know. Oh, why did you didn't know you're, that? You're born into, like, you're born into a situation with, like, my eyes. <laughs> I didn't have anything to compare it to, right? Oh, yeah, you're right. So it's I just see. like. That's just how it was always, always for me. Like I didn't have it, it's and it slowly got worse. So that's why uh, it, t- it took a while. I didn't find out until I was eight. Dang! So that yeah. circle that you can see used to be a little bit bigger. Like, yeah, I say it was like when I was diagnosed at eight. I say it was like looking through a toilet paper roll. Ah, uh, so a, a little bigger, and then essentially kind of just shrinks damn. over time. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Dang. That's pretty wild. That's yeah. wild. So so that would be wild, but. It's crazier that David also you have diabetes. Yeah. I really? Like, I got type one diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> so I know those Tostitos lime chips. The were, Tostitos we were lime. On just yo. before the setup here, yeah, probably wasn't the best weird, thing. But yo, the Tostitos. I couldn't resist. Lime. I couldn't resist, bro. Mm, hey, shout to Tostitos, bro. Yeah. bro if y'all want to sponsor us, come on. Yeah. They nah. might, look, Tostitos lime cures blindness. So what? What's hey, what's hey. spoke? Hey. <laughs> Not good for diabetes, but. <laughs> no, nah, but the so. thing that's crazy to me is that this guy is running, running, bro, with three yeah. percent eyesight, diabetes, like run, diabetes, so running. You have to know like what to put in your body, when to put in your body, your levels. Yeah, um, I watched actually. Well, I saw your documentary that you put out recently. Mm, yeah, and and you were saying like a whole race day, a really big race. Yeah. And you felt like complete doo doo, yeah. Just because your levels yeah. were all out of wow. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, like go through like how do you mentally prepare for that? Like how do you come out of that? I, I know mm. and we talked about um, we've talked about this before, and I saw it in your documentary. But like, how do you process that? Yeah, it's it's hard because it's like I always say like diabetes is more annoying than anything mm, else because yeah, you just got to yeah. be on top of it you got to be checking your blood sugar you got to be eating the right things mm. and when i'm at home it's not that bad because i'm in a routine right like right. everything's happening at the same time and it's it's easy to manage but when i travel mm. uh the i think vaughn's talking about this race i had in paris in paris they love their carbs right yeah the, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And all that. bread <laughs> yeah bread right and then so and uh it got hard for me to like uh, switch it up too, and there's a big time difference, eight hours from here. Yeah, eight nine hours, I think. So <clears> it's uh, it was like night and day kind of switched, um, 
the food switch and I had some big big races I was qualifying for the Commonwealth Games I ended up going but these two races I had in Paris just didn't didn't go because wow. I couldn't get my blood sugar under control dang yeah yeah. dang yeah. that's so yeah. crazy and it just like messes up your entire day ain't it yeah you feel there's there's two problems you can have your blood sugar be too high or too low. too low and so like when it's too high it means like you're not giving yourself enough insulin and then you just uh you're really thirsty you're, you feel tired um kind of like dry mouth mm. you just don't don't feel kind of like yourself but there's no kind of like immediate danger mm. you just won't perform at your best but if your blood sugar is too low you get nauseous oh. uh, you can like start throwing up oh, wow. and like if, if you don't get help you'll you got to go to the hospital and you'll go unconscious oh wow. yeah so too low is is scary too yeah. high you can kind of Mm. You can manage a little better. Wow. Mm. So yeah. too low is actually like more dangerous, you would say. Yeah. 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 So you really have to be on top of it, eh? Yeah. My question is like, what, like, at what age do they normally say a person would that? Because if it's a kid, then their their parents is probably or like whoever's taking care of them is probably the one on top of it. Mm. What age do you start doing it yourself? See, I because diabetes is new to me. I'm tw- I'm 23, mm. and I got it when I was 18. Oh. So most people get type oh, one wow. when they're a kid. Uh, so I never wow. like so that's yeah that's a weird thing for me because like I like it it seems not that long ago yeah, when no, I was in that dude I totally thought you you had diabetes like way before eighteen yeah. no no I was I was eighteen so it didn't seem that long ago when I was in high school that I would like I was just chilling like you guys right like I just yeah, eat whatever yeah. wouldn't even think about it yeah um, so that's yeah I don't I don't really know like to me it was always. Like, I was, I was pretty much an adult when I got it. So wow. I had to, like, just in right away. Nah, see? Yeah. Because, wow. That's different. So, yeah. so we're talking about mentality, uh, obstacles, yeah. Perseve- yeah. Pers- perseverance, determination. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about pivoting. We're, bro, we, we talked about so many things on this pod, uh, in our reaction videos. If you've been with us for a while, you know the mentality. But we literally have a representation of all those things put together because not all those things you just heard, man's is still pushing out documentaries. Literally. Man's still the fastest in his class for for, for his event. Uh, man's is literally like, what do you have? Over 200,000 on TikTok. <laughs> Insult me. Insult me. 390,000. <laughs> 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 hey, I, don't, I don't know how to answer that question. Because nah. like, I, I, nah. people, people lowball me and I know the number, but I don't want to seem like... No, nah, you, you, you have to flex. No, actually, right now, put all your handles out for everything right now. Right? No, right now. My only handle is Blind Hipster Dave. Everything, 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 everything. He's the boss. Yeah. Nah, that's actually so crazy. Like that's that's as, as you said, perseverance yes. and like determination. Like yes. that, like this whole situation is so crazy to me because it's like I feel like it would be so easy for somebody in that situation to get extremely discouraged and yeah. not want to do a single thing. And this guy's out here just doing the most. The bro. most. Yeah. Like respect for that. And respect no, I for that. Appreciate bro. that. I, I hey, dude. Yeah. I'm dapping you up. So I gotta tell him. I gotta tell him. Yeah. Bro, I missed it earlier. I missed it. I was yeah. like, yeah, my hands up, Dave. He's like, ah. Bro. But no, like I, I really commend it because um from from someone who actually sees the work you put in beside you day in day out bro mm. man grinds like grinds i'm like dave what are you doing he's like oh i'm taking a 
a video of a day in the life. I'm like, bro, that's Matt. So He's sick. always working, always putting out content. And the thing I love about your content is that you embrace your disability. Mm-hmm. Like you embrace it, and then you 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 process that through your own way of whether it was your coping when you were younger or yeah. however you manage this all this news. But you push it out in the best way David Johnson knows how, which is com- comedy and humor. And I love it, bro. It's yeah. brilliant. I, I appreciate it's that. It's brilliant. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I you- heard for Halloween you did a, a Daredevil costume, bro. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. actually that, That's actually so blessed, I got, bro. I, when I heard that, I was like, ah. Were you Matt Murdock? Yeah, I was Matt Jeez. Murdock. I got, I got a funny story. So I... Uh, I dressed up as yeah Matt Murdock for Halloween. Yeah, and uh, the, what I say is, for most people to do that costume, the hardest thing is getting a blind stick, a, a cane, right? Yeah, but you have. Yeah. One. I got like a dozen. That's, yeah. that's, that's light. That's light. That's light. The hard part for me was getting the glasses. Dang, the, the, the little red sunglasses. But I, got them, I got them. I got them off Amazon, and then I posted a TikTok. I think like a few days before Halloween and it, it blew up it got like 7-8 million views yeah and yeah, it, blew, uh, it blew up I saw that video that yeah. was crazy yeah and uh, then I went out for Halloween weekend and uh, everyone uh, a bunch of people were like recognizing me from from the video from the, from the video but then like when I go out a lot of people recognize me and, and stuff And but because uh, when I'm in the club I can't see anything because it's like yeah. wearing a pair of sunglasses so people yeah. like shake me and stuff be like yo and I'm like it's super disorientating yeah because I can't see I can't hear I say I'm like Helen Keller that's so weird, <laughs> bro. Yeah. Imagine somebody just coming through. <gasps> yeah. Yo. Dog. yeah. I'd be like trying to swing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it can be bro. a little, little disorienting, but. Dude. Dude. That's already a, a celebrity, bro. If you're in that's Victoria. Well, <laughs> if you see this man going down the street. Local blind guy. I don't know what this is. <laughs> bro, look. So, so I have. Okay. Yeah. I have a little deep question, right? Okay, yeah, we get deep. Because yeah. because uh as I was saying before, it's I think it would be very easy to uh feel depressed slash discouraged at things like this, mm. right? So I want to ask if you could I don't even know. I don't mm. even know. You might have just been like this, been that guy the whole time. But was there ever a time when you were like, like you had to go through that stage of like dealing with it and then come out the other side of like, okay, let me embrace it. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, like definitely, I, I kind of like went through stages with it. Like when mm. I was when I was a kid <clears throat> at eight years old, it wasn't, I didn't, I, I didn't understand. I couldn't really like understand what was happening because mm. you're, you're a kid, you're do, like, you're focused on kid things like you're playing going outside yeah going outside you're playing sports at recess like you're not really like thinking about the future you know what i mean yeah and so that kind of went on like my whole kind of like adolescent life yeah and then when i was a teenager i was like 15 16 then it it got harder because uh like i I started to get a part-time job i worked at a grocery store like that was hard to interact and like with people and then like dating too you start dating and one like you you i don't know what i'm doing anyway yeah but oh and i can't see so it's like when uh i was dating like one of my first girlfriends it was hard for me because like as as a boyfriend you you want to be the one to like protect her Mm, take care of her right but i I wouldn't think about that yeah and i would feel that's less yeah like less than important or in certain situations like at nighttime because i can't see and she'd be the one guiding me around and i'm like i should be the one doing it you know so you 
you go through like like stages of it mm-hmm. and like even now like I'm not I'm not perfect now like mm-hmm. I still have like sure. days like that or, or sure. feelings sure. come up and mm-hmm. I use my cane all the time but sometimes like I'll just be like ah oh, like I don't want it today I want to go to the store like by myself without what, without what, uh, without the, the cane yeah. without the stick and whether it's for for good or worse but <laughs> yeah. yeah so like why would you say like I'm just thinking in my head yeah, yeah. like why would you say you you try to challenge yourself on just going without the cane? Is that is that something that's coming from? Um, I don't want to deal with people looking or asking questions, or is it just more of like you are using the eyesight you have left mm-hmm. to actually use your eyes and, and maneuver and still be a an independent person, or is it you know something completely yeah. different? Like what is it for you that I I think it's a little bit of like other other people's reactions, okay, because mm-hmm. like. I know when I'm like walking around with my cane, people are staring at me. Mm-hmm. Everyone's looking at me like it's it. It can be a lot sometimes, yeah. and it uh, I find it like it takes a lot of mental energy to just like mm. to like not think about that. It's to not know care. that people are looking. Yeah, and most of the time, like I'm all right with it and mm. like stuff. But sometimes you're just drained. You don't want to. Mm. You don't want to deal with it. You just want to. You just want to blend in. Mm. Um, and obviously, like. <laughs> Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, there's times where I need it. You know what I mean? Like, I I need to take it no matter what. Yeah. But there's certain times where it's like, okay, well, I can kind of manage without, and and I want it. So I think just going with that. And mm. but yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Dang. That's are there nice. are there certain things that you like actually can't do, or like 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 I imagine swimming mm. would be difficult, but like you could probably do it. I'm, I'm yeah. ass at swimming. Anyway. I'm, so bad. I'm so bad. But uh, like driving. Oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Give me the keys after a little little spin. I'll show you I can drive. Cause that's. (laughs) I mean, it wouldn't be my car. (laughs) I'm not even from Victoria. Can you drive manual? Dominic Toretto. I can figure it out. I can figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) It's not what I want to hear. I need to hear a no. Uh, <laughs> I need to hear a no. <laughs> Bro. But yeah, like there's obviously things like that I can't do, like drive. Yeah. But I'd say like my overall mindset is like if I want to do something, mm. I'm going to find a way to do it. Bro. Say it again, please. If I want to do something, I'm going to find a way to do it. You know, like whatever I, whatever I want to do, I'm going to put my mind to. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know that's right. I know that's right. Mm-hmm. That's that's blessed because that that attitude approach is what successful people have on lock. Facts, facts on lock. Like being facts. able to be like, I want to learn, and at no cost. Well, nothing like nothing's gonna stop me from actually. Boom! I want to learn this. I want to attain this. I want to be able to this. Yeah. Mm. And, and like, like to that too. I think we were talking about this earlier, mm-hmm. <clears throat> off pod. But like, we were talking about how, um, for discipline or for motivation or whatever, in that conversation, your why is so important. Like, Bro. like why you're doing something. Yes. Right. But then I brought up the point that I feel like sometimes people's why or like what they select as their reason for doing things. Like it might be noble, but it just might not be enough to actually get them out of bed all the mm-hmm. time. Like it might just be like too weak of a why. Mm-hmm. But in this context, I gen- I mean, some people might say it's a little like 
like iffy but like i feel like proving people wrong is like such a powerful like why bro like yeah like some people might say it's uh like uh because you have to tap into that little like like you know aggressive energy kind of sometimes but like yeah i just feel like even i heard on um what's that show what's lebron's uh talk show or not talk show the barbershop barbershop uh with donald glover Mm -hmm. they were talking about like sometimes like even how lebron some games like if he's not feeling it or whatever he'll just look for a lebron hater and like as soon as he finds one it's like i 50 points for you today you know what i'm saying like he he literally taps into that energy sometimes you know what i'm saying fuel and fire like fuel like even if it's a home game and everybody's like on his team he'll look for that one Mm -hmm. like you know what i'm saying so i feel like i don't know like bro the 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 best in the world are able to take any energy and put it into their own energy bro Mm. the best in the world are able to just take an energy like take that to themselves, process it, and put it into any direction they want. That's 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 control. Mm-hmm. That right there, and I think I feel like Kobe had it. Oh my God. MJ had it, mm-hmm. bro. Like these these are these are great. Like Usain Bolt, just <laughs> you know what I'm talking Dude, about. Like yeah. the the attributes it takes to be considered an elite. Mm-hmm. I feel like starts. <laughs> right here bro i want to ask this too for both of y'all because mm-hmm. you're literally track athletes right because i per i i, I did track like in high school but like mm-hmm. i'm not a track athlete right <laughs> but i heard i heard I, I was watching this uh video on uh usain bolt yes. right and like like it makes sense but i just it's something it's one of those things where you just don't like it, it doesn't register until you actually hear it mm. whereas like obviously he works hard to gain that speed right? right obviously he trains really hard but like i literally watched this video where they're explaining like this guy in training will like throw up like at least three times like yeah. he's pushing it like mm. in practice yeah like he's pushing himself yeah so it's like i just want to know from i mean this can be in general too but like since you're both track athletes mm-hmm. like what are some I don't want to say misconceptions, but like, what is the difference between what people would assume goes on behind the scenes in terms of like working on yourself and like like working on your physical ability, and like how actually is it for real? Do you want to start on that? Well, yeah. One thing that I thought of was I feel like this is more for like para athletics, like athletes with a disability. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah. I've been meaning to ask you, like, take us into that world a bit more. Yeah. So I feel like the common like public. It's kind of how they see it is that it's a smaller talent pool, which mm-hmm. it is. There's there's less people with disabilities than athletes with uh, without disabilities, mm-hmm. and that it's it's easier in a sense. And what I kind of like say to that is that it's all the off track things. You got to think about all the other blind people that are like my age <laughs> and and stuff. Like for me. Just like to go to the grocery store yeah. is hard for me to like to to live on my own is is way harder than a lot of other people. And then you have to do all these things. Like these are kind of the building blocks wow, of the pyramid that you bro. need to be a high performance right. professional athlete. You need these things. And for athletes with a disability, it's a lot harder to get those right. building blocks. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that's yeah. actually such a wow. Yeah. Fitting, bro. 
all the, the off tracks spitting yeah spitting because like spitting. i know i know a lot of blind people yeah um and i know a lot of like a- athletes that are that are blind too and mm. just athletes with disabilities in general and the ones that are the best off are the athletes and the other ones they're they they struggle you know like mm. they're they're in poverty they're they struggle to be independent to do things mm. on their own and i think that like that's the hardest part is gaining those skills as a as an athlete with a disability to be mm. successful the training the training's fun yeah training's mm. fun like that's that's the easy part you know what i mean throwing up on the track that's the easy part damn but all Dang. Like, all the other stuff with the coaches and all that right? yeah like like gaining your confidence like being being that person with the disability accepting that that's the hard part wow wow yeah. so so i was gonna ask you now in terms of what you do what do you think <clears throat> would be some common misconceptions of oh it's probably like this versus how it actually is in terms um, of training in terms of training like just just the act of training or just, like like more i mean not the really the of training or like the just behind pursuit. this yeah the like pursuits. the behind the scenes yeah um training six to seven days a week um is a lot of what david said like i would not make it to the seventh day in the fourth week if I didn't recover properly, because because I always see like one of the things that that I noticed straight away um, about you is that you were always like doing some type of recovery method, some mm-hmm. type of like either the chambers on your legs or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. I always see that. The yeah. Norma Tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that thing the is the chambers. Yeah. The chambers. I'm gonna call it calling bro, the chambers. Bro, chambers, bro. Yeah. That's chambers. what that's what they look like. Yeah. Yeah. The VT chambers. Bro, literally, because in 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 a uh, university, I made like a hybrid chamber so like when i saw what? them i was like that's literally what it is that's crazy wow. okay okay but, okay so y'all y'all so zay zay is an inventor creator of things. i chill bro okay yeah, so, yeah, so, so he has, he's 3d printed some mad stuff so he'll just bro, throw out random bro. things he's created you gonna make me some new eyes or what bro tony stark bro listen i might have to get on that yeah a fresh ball of balls pause <laughs> mad Bad, bro. um but yeah like so so i guess you're saying like you're saying that um most of it is recovery yeah well so it, it is the idea of like if you're gonna work hard or pursue something or um even sorry i didn't finish that thought but pursue something higher than yourself or out of your reach for now or even completely forget about aspirations and if you were to do something that is, say, requires any effort from you, mm-hmm. whether you're doing it, if you're doing it at a high level, you have your your downs is going to be that deep uh, to, to accommodate for how mm. high you're going. Uh, so when you're putting in that much work. Your recovery has to be that bad, like that, that much, much better. better, bro. Just on that point, I'm gonna come back to you just because I need you to keep going. But just on that point, yes. I heard this. Um, I, I saw this video. Yeah. Basically, what you just said, but he, they were basically saying like, um, there's a lot of people that are scared of the extremities of like highs and lows mm-hmm. in general because mm-hmm. they're like, ah, I don't want my life to be so volatile. I just want it to be like calm and nice and even. 
like just everything is like generally like the same all the way through so I can just everything's get together and everything's calm mm -hmm. but then the person was like if you go into the ER and they look at your heart rate if your heart is not doing anything and it's flatlined that means you're dead mm. so like the highs and lows are actually like what it means to be like that's literally life yes and, and I'll build on that by saying something I also <clears> heard <throat> on that on that topic is once you get to a point where your perception of good and bad no longer exists in your life there is no highs or lows wow mm -hmm. I, it, it's like waves on a beach mm -hmm. they come and go yeah because you heard the story of the farmer yeah the story yeah. of the farmer yeah. I don't know if you heard of it but like um, essentially the moral of the story is is a, is a farmer that has a son uh, he has a horse oh yeah, yeah. kind of goes yeah, out yeah, yeah. comes back oh um, I don't know if it's good or bad we'll see what happens mm -hmm. um, the town people kind of represent our symbolism for the rest of the world or like society our own psychological yeah. like mm -hmm. that high and low perspective where it's just like oh that's so good you, you your horse left and now it's came back with three new horses he's like I don't know if it's good or bad mm -hmm. you know his son falls off awesome. one of the wild horses breaks his back mm -hmm. I don't know if it's good or bad yeah mm -hmm. and see that's that's I have that same attitude with me with being blind wow because like, <laughs> now nah, we get in there today like, we get in there today i just think of like all the opportunity like the track opportunity i have to travel the world do yeah, this like yeah. the the social media stuff yeah and it's uh like it's it put me in check as i i was a i was a kid having to deal with an adult issue mm. and it it, it it grows you up quick it mm. teaches you a lot and it, I'm, I'm grateful for that no because I've heard that from so many people yeah. where it's like some of the most mature people I, actually it's a two-edged sword because you can either be become mature from it or you can just develop some psychological issues from it yeah. but yeah. I've heard a lot of people say this where it's like it, 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 it grows you up differently yeah. if you've been put in a situation where you're a kid and you have to deal with an adult problem mm -hmm. or problems yes. plural yes. Mm -hmm. it's yes. different it's it different. Is different yeah it is different yeah that's um, so crazy I, I, I've, I've kind of uh, started thinking of life as like track and field and racing in a way in the sense in the sense that this whole thing this whole journey of life is yeah, the Bible talks about like the race is not for the swift mm -hmm. nor the battle for the strong yeah. but those who endure so for me in my mind I'm like I had an epiphany where I'm like oh I'm not racing against anybody else but myself like when I'm competing it's literally just me and the clock no matter the race I'm in mm -hmm. I could be at some meet just to show up and there's kids sign autographs for kids um, that's cool or it could be the like the games mm -hmm. it doesn't change the games mm -hmm. the <laughs> games mm -hmm. stop playing yes <laughs> no but like and then even just talking about that like the mind state we were just talking off camera just now mm -hmm. and he was like sometimes to, to even for practice to like if he knows he has a hard day he has to lock in the day before I don't know if you have to do that but like so so that's like because I know about that a little bit but like that's a whole different like level because mm -hmm. usually like for example if I have a basketball game I like lock in but like like 30 minutes before the game or whatever yeah. mm -hmm. a day before is yeah. like yeah like that's serious like yeah. yeah 
Yeah, because you got to think, like, the day before a race or event or anything in track and field, you're kind of preparing for the yeah. day. Yeah. So just in the day leading, the days leading up to it, you're tapering, which means essentially you're cutting back on the load that you usually would do in practice mm-hmm. or in your program or workouts and actually allowing your body to come back to a place where you can actually pop off. So in doing that, you're actually preparing your physical body. But I feel like if, if you're someone that um, either uses like a distraction, I feel like these are the two biggest ones, either a distraction or uses the meat coming up as a preparation or a tool um, for fuel mm. to prepare, then certain athletes do different things. But yeah, it's it's... Mm. it's smart to mentally prepare yourself because anybody can show up on the day and be ranked first mm. and show up that morning instead of yesterday ooh ooh so, yeah it only matters on day of that's it doesn't matter about all the days that's before it. that's such a crazy graphic to have like you're showing up on the day and then your opponent has been has, has showed up since yesterday bro been bro bro but then, but then think about this the best the elite stretched that for four years <laughs> <laughs> no stop it, bro. stop it bro that's bro yeah bro and we he said something else off camera too which I wanna I wanna ask again just cause mm. I wanna get your input now okay bet so what is what, what are some of the methods that you use to lock in so you were saying uh like turning your phone off is one yeah i was saying like the the night before like turning my phone off for me it's like not hanging out with certain people mm. the, the night before like I, mm-hmm. I certain people like that dis- distract me from what i need to focus on or, mm. or bring my energy in a certain way mm-hmm. uh music breathing those those really just mm. kind of dial me in yeah so what do, what do you about you um for me personally, uh, the night, the day before a race, the day before a race is very interesting for me. Mm. Um, I I eat like more carbs than probably a typical day, mm-hmm. kind of carb loading. Need the fuel. Um, it's very very easy, like very chill. Like I I, I literally go about my day as normal. Mm. But I feel like the only like the mental checks that I I do is complete visualization. Ah, and it's not like I, I do it on purpose like I will literally my brain will be I'll be driving and I'm coming out the gun just went off and I'm going through my race plan in my head wow um, like that that'll, that's sort of my like go to is visualization so for me um, 400 Commonwealth Games that was like I popped off I was second last Dang. I finished second first Dang. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that was a whole other story. But I, I literally walked 400 meters and placed mental markers in the track. Nobody was there. The stadium was dead. Mm. Dead. Wow. And I was, was there first. I was just there. Like the day before. The day before. Mm. Doing my race prep. And I was walking the 400 meter track. Placing, okay, I'm drive, 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 transition, 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 transition. Okay, maintain, 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 maintain. Push, 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 push. Wow, so you just walked it. Yeah. And you just like, okay, this is what I'm going to do right here. Boom, 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 boom. And you just walk. Wow. Yeah. And I visualize myself 
what it would feel like dude bro can mm. you imagine if you if if you could apply that to like life mm. or just goals in general mm. like show up before not even just the term show up before but like if you like imagine having a goal and finding a way to like almost like 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 um um theoretically walking the track mm. you know what i'm saying yes mm. like 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 finding a way to like without it without it affecting anything so like without it without it actually you putting putting the actual work in first mm. or without you like making it go live and making people see what you're doing or whatever finding a way to just like visualize what you're gonna do find a way to like okay i'm gonna do this here 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 here, here mm. and then do it yeah so some something i'm uh, you touched on right there which is like amazing is preparation is crazy like for example let's take it out of like the sense of like there's other things I do too. Like I, I have a hot shower. I try to like put my body in a, like a relaxation kind of state mm. before I like stretch all that kind of thing. Make everything mm. sh- make sure I'm just feeling good. Mm. Um, but if we took it out of like a perf- uh, a track and field sense and just put performance, yeah. If you know like you go into bed and the next day you have X, mm. going through a list of things that you need to do or want to get done the next day like it could be like five to six things yeah that you you absolutely want or need to get done the next day and you read it over the night before you go to bed bro you can't tell me you won't remember you you, you can't tell me Dang. the next day you won't do do see things that mm. now you've like told your brain that you need to look out for wow you can't tell me you wouldn't see things differently so like you, you yeah. do that 30 days in 60 days in You've just changed an entire trajectory of now what your brain looks for day to day. Mm. And what I always say for preparation, this kind of attracts sense, but I think you apply this to a lot more, is I look at it like a pyramid. Mm. And you need this pyramid to uh, to get what you want. And at the bottom, you have like your basic kind of needs, like mm. shelter, food, right. hydration, mm. that. And then maybe the next stop is, is like comfort, um, <clears throat> relationships, this and that, yeah. And then you need these at the bottom. Then you need this layer, and then you need this layer. Mm. And once you have that, you can do what you need to do. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was just actually on that point. I was just saying and say recently how off camera, how it's incredible to get to a point where all you have to do is put in work. Poof. That's a mm. magical place to be. Yes. You're no mm. longer looking for a purpose. You're no longer looking for drive. You're no longer looking for motivation. Well, everything you have, all the puzzle pieces are in your hand. Mm-hmm. And all you have to do is work is a magical place to be. Mm. All you have to do is put it together. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Because, yeah. yeah, like even... And this is, this is like, even practically, right? I find myself, like, 90% of the time when I procrastinate is because... I don't exactly know what I have to do. So it's like, I like I know I'm going to have to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And the thought of me having to figure out is exhausting. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do it right now. Mm-hmm. Subconsciously, that's mm-hmm. like how my procrastination starts. Like any time where I'm like, I know exactly what I need to do. And all I have to do is do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like not like, like most of the time. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> like, I think that's such a crazy, like, if you can get to the point in life where it's like okay i have a goal and i'm actually at the point now where i have the resources mm. i know how to do it yes i have 
like the mental capacity to do it and literally all i have to do is actually just execute mm. that's insane that's insane mm. yes and even just the knowledge of that fact like okay i have all the puzzle pieces right now just just you understanding that is insane bro yes that's insane that's bro. that's a, as and that's why i say it's a magical moment because <clears throat> you in yourself have to realize that you've gotten to a point where you're like oh I'm not looking for anything outside anymore. It's, I yeah. have it. Dude, okay, listen. This is completely sidetracked, but yeah, like it's kind of on. Go this ahead. Yeah, go I was ahead. talking to somebody the other day. Yeah. And they were t- telling me basically that they like admire my confidence. Oh, wow. And I was like, mm. that is. I know that's a big one. <laughs> uh, 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 you don't even know how I felt in that moment, bro. Because you know how I was before. Bro, I was never confident, yes. bro. Never, bro. I was never confident. Yes. Bro, and I worked on myself to the point where, like... Make it till you make it. I mean, and I, I'm not even the most confident person in the world right now still. Mm. But just that fact to where... And I was telling this person, too, that, like, I can feel the difference, too. Like, it's not even, it's not even one of those situations where you like you get used to it and then you forget like how it was before not like like i literally can remember exactly how it was and it's day and night bro mm. like it's insane like like sometimes i'll be like dude like like i'm actually like that right now like, yeah. you know what I'm like bro and not to be like but like like yeah. that's insane bro. yes just yes. just to have that like yes you know what i mean and like yes. and also it it for me personally, it propels me to do stuff that I probably wouldn't have done before. So like even mm. like in terms of music, me and I tell people this all the time, four or five years ago, if you told me that I would be voluntarily putting my face in front of a camera for people to see, I would laugh. Yes. Because mm. that's like I'm an introvert, bro. I'm yes. not doing yeah. that. Yeah. And I mean it can go it can go into the conversation of like remember where you're coming from. Mm. Because that's half of it. Because the whole reason why, like, I'm so appreciative is because I literally am incapable of forgetting how it felt to not be confident, yeah. um, right? Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. the other half is literally like, um, like, it just pays to work on yourself, bro. It does. It does, mm-hmm. bro. It really it just, does. It actually does, bro. It does. And and the thing that that that's crazy to me is like from you to you, David. Mm. Like it's like we all go through our own struggle like we all have our own walk to walk and i feel like this is like another reminder of like you see somebody or you're cool and everything's fine but like <clears throat> you don't know how they got there um you don't know like every single story that made up that person's whole existence mm-hmm. in that moment so like um it's hard to like look at somebody and be like, oh, like that's that's a blind athlete, David, da 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 da. And obviously, there's the accolades that come with it. Like you're a superstar. There's there's no doubt about it. But then, what makes you a real superstar is really what you've done to get to the point where people can say those accolades, and you know the work you put into yourself to get there. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Like I, yeah, like yeah. you, you know where you're coming from. Yes. Like I, yeah. I know where I'm coming from. Yeah. You vice versa. Bro. 